Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of One Meal, One Workout. And before we go any further, I just want to say hello to my fabulous co-host, Don Sullivan and Mark Cockrell. Gentlemen, how is your evening going? So far, so good, Aaron. How about yourself? Fantastic. Don? Doing fairly well. Fairly well. We have a super, super secret special guest. We'd have a contest where you could guess who it is, but since we're live and everybody that's listening live already knows who it is, I'm just going to introduce him. Mike McCrary of the Fitbit fame is back with us tonight. Say hi, Mike. Hey. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> It was like we a got him. Hurrah. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce our actual, our guest guest, not our secret special guest, but just our regular special guest. Not just Ms. a guest, Elizabeth a Connect. guest guest. You should know who she is. You should recognize her voice asynchronously for the last eight weeks as she's brought you fit, uh, fabulous tips and tricks of recipes and cooking. Elizabeth Connect from Cave Mom Chronicles. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, everyone. So we have a full pantheon of hosts tonight, five hosts on the show. Everyone's a, a seasoned veteran. Some seasoned more than others. Some just have a dash of salt. Some are an entire bottle of allspice. I'm uh, pretty darn salty. We're all seasoned. How'd you like that? Uh, how'd you like how, how you used that nice. to kind of tie the food thing? It's good. Was that good? So I just want to start off to say that today is day three of my biggest loser challenge that I'm at work. I am participating in a big biggest loser challenge at work, and it's uh, for 12 weeks. And um, we weigh in every Monday. If you miss your weigh-in time, you pay three bucks. No, excuse me. You pay five bucks. If you gain a pound or more uh, on a weigh-in from the week before, you pay three bucks. At the end, whoever's lost the largest percentage gets the money. And the funny thing is, is the lady who's organizing it, she says at the end of every email, good luck, ladies, dot, dot, dot. And Aaron, <laughs> I'm the only guy, seeing 11 ladies. <laughs> Doing the competition. Wow. So I've already decided that if by chance I win, um, I'll buy some healthy snacks for everybody because I, I'm sure I would hear the, it's easier for guys to lose weight than girls. It's not fair. <laughs> uh, if they want to do a guy winner and a girl winner and split it, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I'm hoping that this will be just an extra level of motivation for me. And it's been good so far because this, Mark knows, Mike knows, uh, this is go live two week for our application there that we all work on in some degree or another. And basically what marks six feet from my mouth all day long is a box of cookies and a bag of M&Ms and a box of uh, chips and, and uh, pretty much all the snacks that you, we tell people not to eat most of the time are sitting on the table directly behind me all day every day for 10 hours. Yeah, and they actually put your desk closest to the snacks that you can't get closer. I can't. There's no other chair closer to the snacks than my chair. <laughs> and I asked my boss, I said, can we just get some healthy snacks? And she's like, well, we can't buy fruit, you know, for everybody. It's too expensive and it just won't last for the 30 days of the go live that it's supposed to last. I said, well, how about at least some dried fruit? So she picked up this bag of dried fruit and nuts from Costco. And, uh, and I, was, I, ate a, I ate a bite of it and, um, and I noticed that the pomegranate looked more like the, the sugar candy pomegranates that you get that are in the, the, the packages of candy at the grocery store, you know. So I looked on the back, and it gave a item-by-item item description. 
And, and everyone was like, banana chips, ingredients, bananas, sugar, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> papaya chips, papaya, sugar, blah, 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 blah. So everyone um, basically is they, they coated it in sugar and dried it. So I'm just putting the nuts out. I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how excited people are about me reaching in the bag and picking out the nuts, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I can deal with it because uh, that's the only snack that's there for me to eat. I've stole the, I didn't really steal it. I said I could have them. The, uh, the, the RevCycle team in another room had some apples, so I've, I've swung by there and gotten a couple of apples and my ever-present pickles out of the fridge, and, and I had a piece of Mark's cheese today. <laughs> I, I told him I didn't steal it, guys. So I'm, I, I promise. Uh, usually I keep a running tally on everybody's whiteboard of their food that I'm eating. And so anyway, uh, uh, day three, three days in, and I'm, you know, I do not want to be that guy that gains the weight and pays the three pat three dollars, if nothing else. Uh, and also, I just want to, you know, I'm using it as a motivation for myself because my exercise has still been a little bit limited just because of various factors. You know how anyway, sometimes I'm in, I'm that neighborhood, you know, there's sometimes that neighborhood stray that everybody feeds. He goes from house to house, and they feed. that's Aaron at the office. He just goes from cubicle <laughs> to cubicle. Uh, I'll take a, a Dr Pepper here. I'll take a string cheese here. I'll take a yogurt there. Uh, and and every, theoretically, allegedly, at some point, he pays everybody back. So far, uh, I've yet to not. <laughs> If there's enough negatives for you, I've yet to not do that. Yeah, I keep a running tally on your whiteboard if it's if if I've got a if I've got a uh, tab with you. But in my defense, I also say anything that I have, you're more than welcome to it. You don't even need to keep a tab; just take it. And when I run out, I'll go buy some more until such a time as you start eating me out of house and home. And I've never had anybody do that. So, all right, Mark. Yes. Uh, you're doing a little remodeling around the house. You're putting up some uh, some new drywall. Uh, not so much. Um, paint. You know how when you do remodel, uh, an, uh, an important first step of remodeling is destruction. You know, before you can make the room pretty, you got to get out sledgehammer and break some stuff. Well, it's been uh, about f- almost six months since I saw a chiropractor, largely due to, you know, the whole move and the new job and, and all that sort of stuff. Well, yesterday, I went to a new sle- uh, sledgehammer, uh, <laughs> went to a new chiropractor who broke out his sledgehammer. Um, and we had to break down some scar tissue and I, I've mentioned it before. I have, uh, uh, a chronic back injury. Um, and I have been feeling, feeling like he took a sledgehammer to me today. So, um, it's one of those things that you, you just know that in the end it's going to be better. You know, it's kind of like when you first start running and you've, you're at that quarter mile mark for the first time ever, and you think you're going to die. You just have to tell yourself it's going to be better eventually. So that's where I am yeah. right now. So who did you go to, Mark, if I can ask? We'll give him a little free plug here. Uh, Dr. Tingley, which is a great name for a chiropractor to have. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, we had, a, we had an optometrist in my hometown named Dr. Magoo, which is pretty, pretty funny. I, think I was going to say it's better than Dr. the dentist in our town, Dr. Crummy. Oh. It's apparently really good. Yeah, did Dr. Magoo Pain talk like Thurston Howell III? Yeah, we really yeah, kind of did. And we have a uh, we have a we have a doctor that we support named Doctor Payne, husband and wife actually. There's two Paynes. <laughs> All right, so Don. So if he was a proctologist, he'd go? be a pain in anyway. Yeah, yes. I, I haven't seen the pictures yet, Don. But I'm tish. Haven't seen the pictures. Oh, they're coming. Yes, they're coming. Um, tell us the for those events, that may have missed the we, last we podcast or so. Yes, we we tell discussed us, last week the, that I'm participating in a charity event. And uh, it happens to involve me wearing a pretty, pretty sparkly pink prom dress uh, for charity, of course. And um, heels are not fun to dance in. I'm discovering this. Thank God the last (laughs) time 
I don't have to do it ever because I'm not signing up for this again is tomorrow night at the actual event. Uh, oh, so you've actually tomorrow, been practicing. Happened. You've been practicing in the yeah. It well, you know, it's quite more quite a bit more challenge in the heels than it is without. I, once I discovered that, I decided to go in all in and uh, just practice in the heels. Well, and, and uh, it's got some better. blisters. Are. Elizabeth, do you what have any tips for uh, dancing in heels that you can offer? <laughs> um, make sure you keep your center of gravity forward and not backwards on your heels. Forward. <laughs> Very good. You know, heel spurs are also not fun to dance in. Uh, so, Mark, just real quick, um, quick sound check question. Uh, is everybody sounding okay to you on your end? Uh, not entirely. No, I, I was actually going to mention that uh, for a programming note for anybody listening. Having uh, four Skype guests at once and doing the live feed is taxing my uh, bandwidth right now. So that's why people are breaking up a little bit and, and talking over each other. But it's not bad. Oh, because it's it's fairly bad on my end, but we've been dealing with that a little bit lately anyway, where it sounds okay to you and doesn't sound that great to me. So as long as David B's happy, um, then I'm happy. And we'll see if he's happy here in just a second after the time delay. All right. Well, um, tonight we, we brought Elizabeth back. Uh, thank you, David. It's okay, he says. It, we brought Elizabeth back to continue our discussion about eating and healthy food and things like that. And I, I asked her, I said, Elizabeth, why don't we talk about what to do whenever you're the one trying to make changes to your eating, but your family or your coworkers, those around you, are not because if I remember right from our first visit and, and the times we talked, um, your family didn't immediately jump on the paleo bandwagon with you. Right. And you know, the very first day when you got in the wagon and said, giddy up, they weren't all sitting on the back, you know, hanging their heels off the back, kicking <laughs> their feet, uh, streaming maybe. So, you know, I have a coworker that I, I go to lunch with quite frequently, Kevin and Kevin has no, what's the word I'm looking for? has no reservations about his gastrointestinal intake. In other words, he doesn't have any parameters other than he eats what he likes. And so sushi's on the menu and barbecue's on the menu and Mexican food's on the menu. And so I have to sometimes, you know, I struggle to not ask him to always eat where I want to eat in an attempt to give myself better choices. And sometimes I just have to go and make the hard choice, like go eat Mexican food and not eat a bag full of chips. And that is very difficult for me. I don't know about the rest of you guys. So, Elizabeth, um, if, you, if, you, if you were to see the show notes, you would see it says discussion points. And then the first one says, Elizabeth talks here and there are no other points. <laughs> so, we're just depending on you to Brilliant. bring the content. Bring it on, so, bring no on pressure, to right? Tonight. So, just talk and yeah. take breath and we'll jump in and we got Mike, we got Mark, we got Don, we got Aaron, we got plenty of people to talk about this issue that we've all dealt with, which is eating and making better choices eating. So Elizabeth Connect of Cave Mom Chronicles and go. All right. Well, um, we've all been there. We all know how hard it is to, uh, like you said, Aaron, to sit there and, and watch someone else eat chips or the, the cookies that are on the desk behind you and everybody else is grabbing for them and yes. um and it's hard. It's hard to sit there and you're munching your celery sticks or trying real hard not to reach for those chips. And I think the things that have helped me the most, and I've been off and on on diets all of my life, and I've been um, paleo for about a year now. I'm about mm, 11 days shy. And 
it's been we'll very interesting. It's been very challenging. I've been through all of those struggles. And I think the number one thing that you have to have to get you through, it really is a belief system. You have to have faith that what you're going to do will make you a better person in one way or another. Your why, why are you doing this, is really what's going to take you the farthest. Why you want to be a better version of yourself. Is it because um, of you want to correct health issues? Do you want to look better? Do you want to feel better? Why are you... Um, why are you choosing or hoping to choose to eat better, to get up off the couch and exercise? Why are you doing this? And then um, making a little bit of a religious correlation. Okay, why don't you steal a candy bar and line at the checkout? And why don't you run around and take what doesn't belong to you? Oh, I really like that car. I think I'll steal it. And when that co-worker is sitting there eating those chips and driving you crazy, um, why don't you reach around and throttle them? Well, because those things kind of go, hopefully, those things go against your belief in being a better person. So why don't you reach for those cookies behind you? Because you have to have that belief that by avoiding them, it helps you be a better person. Um, does that, that make sense? <laughs> I was trying to explain this to someone and they, they weren't getting it. <laughs> but you know, yeah, sometimes that's, that's I so want true. a cookie more than I want to be a better person. Well, that, that, that's where it comes down to why. Why do you want to be a better person? And if your why is strong enough and your belief in in yourself and, and that it is better to walk away from the cookie, yeah, that cookie looks good, but you have to keep your faith and your belief in what the right thing is and why you're doing it. Yeah, I like, to, I like to say that there are really only three times a day that I'm not totally resolute in my eating, and that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Other than that, I'm spot on the whole time. Yeah, dessert too. So, uh, but it—I well, mean—it does take a lot of faith to get up off the couch, to put that time and effort in, to turn your back on those temptations of um, gluttony and laziness, and those things that have got us there in the first place. And and you have to believe in what you're doing is for the betterment of you. So, your why yeah. and your beliefs and your faith in the plan that you're following, to me, is really one of the biggest keys to success. And um, we all know that, yeah, I don't, I've ahead. never actually heard it put that way, that succinctly. And I think that that's very good. You know, I've, I've done some things where I've, and I'm trying to get back to this, asking myself, am I really hungry? You know, just making myself, I really address that question. Am I hungry right now? Do I, am I really hungry? Or am I bored or just eating just to eat? But I think even asking even more fundamentally, uh, the question, do I want to eat is, Really, to ask myself most of the time, <laughs> but do I want to want to eat? You know, do I want to eat this fundamentally? Uh, is a question I can ask myself, and most, most of the time, the answer is no. I don't really want to eat this, and so I need to stand strong, play some, play some and dance away. There, there you go. I mean, it, it's it's hard because listen, I always want to eat. <laughs> it doesn't matter if right. I'm just eating food. Good, I want to eat, but. Um, if I really want to lose that weight and I really want to get into that next size or um, try and do the warrior dash or whatever my goal is, um, you know, you really have to choose what is going to be the best for you. And it's a belief in yourself as well as, you know, what is for the betterment of you. And um, we, we all know that variety is the spice of life. Uh, you hear that all the time. 
you know that you can't just eat you know your steamed fish and your steamed rice and your steamed broccoli all the time you really need to have variety and you have to give yourself options but one of the most difficult things when you're on a diet is to or on a lifestyle change however you want to phrase it it takes uh -huh. preparation and plan and effort to to um, a way of eating. You can't just go through McDonald's and say, oh yeah, give me a cheeseburger and fries, and you can't just, well, you can, but that's not going to get you anywhere. Um, you have to plan in advance and have your carrots and celery cut up for that quick meal and that snack, and um, it does take effort to turn away from the donuts that your coworkers bring in or that box of cookies that's six feet behind you. Um, but being lazy and taking the shortcuts, not getting off the couch, um, not not putting everything up hold and going to the gym and going out on the run, not, giving into those temptations is kind of what gets us out of shape and unhealthy in the first place. So you have to put that effort in. And there again, it comes to why are you putting the effort in and, um, and what your belief is and why you're doing this. So... Knowing why and reminding yourself of those beliefs for me is what has made the biggest difference. And it doesn't always work, but I keep telling myself that walking away or jogging or whatever is, is, whatever is, is it makes me that much stronger. Well, I believe the children of the future. Treat them well, <laughs> let them lead the way. There you go. Um, the only, <laughs> my next point is something that I've really, really struggled with myself. It is so easy after you have a certain amount of success and we've all kind of experienced it that you kind of put yourself into this really comfortable bubble because you give yourself some freedoms. Maybe life throws you a curveball, as it often will, and throws you off track. Like um, you relax and you have a little piece of cake at a birthday party and uh, yes. or you're stuck at a special event without a celery stick in sight or you know maybe you decide skipping a workout isn't going to hurt you or you end up short on time or break a foot as I did this summer and Erin you were a bit broke because you have that little bit of success oh Don <laughs> everybody yeah. Don broke his foot too <laughs> because you have that little bit of success it's so easy to let those little things slide because of that bubble that you wrap yourself in that pride and breaking your arm patting your back like oh look i lost so much weight and that bubble sort of distorts your perception of reality and so you let things slide a little bit more you skip workouts or you don't push yourself as hard and you give yourself more leeway with your calorie and your carb and your fat counts when you should have trimmed them back even more and um i did that this summer I was home with the kids and I thought, oh, well, I'm home and so I need to cook more for them and I've lost all of this weight so it's not going to hurt me to have these, you know, these little muffins that I made for them or to have some fruit or whatever. And it really, um, it kept me at a standstill with my weight loss all summer. I, ma I maintained, which was good, but I didn't lose and I was really hoping to be down. And I had that, I had that comfortable bubble around me and I just sort of languished because I'd had success and I ended up backsliding. So you really have to take a good long look at where you are and be sure and pat yourself on the back because you deserve it. But you also have to take a, close, a closer look at where you want to be. And that again comes down to know why you're doing it, believe in the idea that it takes effort to become a better version of yourself. That's a great idea. I mean, just focusing on that part of it I think that's half the. I mean, obviously, it's there's a there's a physical addiction that we get. You know, we want the food, but so much of it is mental, and it, you hate to have to play mind games with yourself. But sometimes it's important. 
Absolutely. I asked my kids um, who are 10 and 8 and 6, and I asked them um, basically the same question of, because they are now paleo, about 80% of the time, and they get to choose their own foods when we go out to eat or when we're in a family function or at school, which they are very excited about. And um, they, they'll come home and they'll tell me they're very proud. Oh, I had a salad today or, oh, I took the bun off my hamburger or whatever. And I'm always bursting with pride when they say that. Um, there are other times when they're eating the nachos and the other things that we let that slide. Uh, but I asked them, I said, well, how do you do this? And and I was really curious as to what they had to say. Oh. My 10, they were, they were so smart out of the mouths of babes. I was so, so proud. My 10 year old said, um, the best thing to do is to eat the part that gives you the flavor, but not the other stuff you don't need. In other words, you can eat the toppings, but not the pizza crust or don't eat the bun of the hamburger just eat the burger um and he said and then you eat other things to fill you up so you get all of the flavor but not the stuff you don't need i was like wow you're a smart kid <laughs> uh, my eight-year-old his reply was to, yeah it's <laughs> like oh i'm rubbing off on him uh, my eight-year-old said to google recipes to make whatever it is in a healthier way clearly he's watched his mother google quite a bit of recipes and uh my <laughs> six-year-old said Eat just a little bit and do better the next time. And uh, I thought that was also a really good idea. So if you're going to have that cookie, eat half of it and do better the next time. So there you go. That's excellent. Maybe we need to have your your, uh, kids on the show. And maybe they need to have their own show from the sound of it. There you go. Uh, So (laughs) they wouldn't care much about the paleo aspect. Well, uh, let me, let's just pull the peanut gallery here. How do you guys feel on a day-to-day basis, the people in your life, your, your, uh, your oikos, is that the right word? I can't remember. It's been a long time since I used that word. The, your, the, your sphere of influence, those people that are around you, Don, Mark, Mike, um, how do you, how do you feel your level of support is? Let's start with Don. Um, bad question. Pass. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Mark. Um, Bad, okay, no, Mark, back Bad question. Don, Don. Um, because I, yeah, I, you know, I want to, I want to be like, oh, you know, my family doesn't support me. Say that they're the ones that uh, are always, you know, we we want to eat greasy hamburgers because I am on occasion the person that says I want something easy or I want to be home or whatever. Uh, it happens, but I, I'll definitely say that it's difficult for us to all be on the same page as far as determining that we are going to make the effort to eat healthy because it is an effort and there's always someone that doesn't want to make that effort by the end of the day. And Don looked over his shoulder about four times during that whole (laughs) sentence there. (laughs) Someone put the cats in the room with me. I don't know what happened. Okay. And they are mm, active. All right. So, uh, so you say, so you say, as far as in your 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 uh, your universe, it's kind of uh, give and take. You can, you get take turns supporting other, not maybe being the person that doesn't want to do the helping. You definitely say that, yes. And in fact, I just did. Mark, Georgia mom's in the chat room, so I'm guessing she's listening to the live stream. So I think there should be no. Underbus throwing done by Mark Cockrell. <laughs> so, Mark, how about you? Well, the fact is, if anybody in this household is going to be 
um, unfaithful to uh, any new direction we may be heading in, it's me. Uh, well, and you know, my two of the three kids, the issue is getting them to eat anything at all. So they, they don't have a, an overeating issue. They just have a, I don't ever want to eat anything issue. Uh, and my oldest daughter, she is, she's like me. She has the, I want to eat all the time, uh, gene. So I would say that the two of us sort of take everybody else down the wrong path. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I tried to be better at that. I really do. But, you know, just the other night I got home, um, from work and said, you know, I just, can we just order pizza? I just want a pizza. Um, and of course my wife is going to say, no, no, let me cook a meal, please. Let me go mess up the kitchen and cook a meal. Of course. She was like, well, that sounds good to me. Uh, so, you know, that's, it's all me. So did you eat a pizza? But between the family, we ate two medium pizzas and, and an order of breadsticks between five people. That's not horrible. I mean, that's better than the days back in college, Mark, when I would have eaten two medium pizzas <laughs> and a bread and order breadsticks, yeah. and you would have eaten two medium pizzas. And order <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cheryl, uh, the other night was Spirit Night. It seems like it's Spirit Night every night. It somewhere. is always Spirit Night in Georgia. Yes. Yeah. And so it was Spirit Night at, at Marietta Pizza Company. So I, when I got home from the go live, like at six thirty. Uh, I had two pieces of what I call a pepper pizza waiting for me. That's pepperoni and pepperoni green uh, pizza waiting for me. And I just folded them over like a sandwich and ate them. And that was pretty much that was all I had all night. And by the time I went to bed, I was actually getting starting to get really hungry again. So I didn't didn't go paleo for sure, unless like my friend Josh says, uh, I ate pizza last night, but I snuck up on it with a spear, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, but I, I still didn't go crazy on the food. Of course, that was there was only two pieces, so that helped. But how about you, Mike? You've, you've been the, uh, the silent participant. How about yourself in work or around the house? or How's the, how's the uh, support slash pressure on your end? Well, well, it's just my son and me here. So it's, and we cannot agree. He will not eat my food, and I try not to eat his food <laughs> because he only eats one week. He goes through one week. He'll eat uh, Taco Bell for a week. Then he'll eat Wendy's for a week. Then he'll eat McDonald's for a week. Um, but he will not eat that food. He will not touch my food. And he is always mad at me because uh, of my eating habits. So. Well, how about a way? You you're not easy enough that he knows what you're going to have for this week? Is well, that, it's like. Is that thing well, he, you know, he, anything that I cook, he doesn't want to eat. So, <laughs> so that and, you should invest in raw foods, and it should be fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you can you can give him the old. You can have this great healthy meal, fill in the blank, whatever it is, or you can have a block of cheese. <laughs> That's all you get is a block of cheese. I'm just kidding. How old is your son, Mike? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. And, uh, so he would take the block of cheese at 12 he years would. old. Eventually, after much um, pain and agony and, <laughs> and, and anger, uh, not, not having anything to eat. And usually, especially since school started, now he'll just go to school and, and pig out at school um, and then come home and uh, not really worry about dinner. Right. If he can't get mcdonald's or wendy's or whatever so so it in since school 
school's been started, it's kind of been more challenging because I was very regimented about what I was eating, and I've lost about 50 pounds um, this year. Um, and, and, and over the past, let's say, month and a half, I haven't lost any more. So I'm kind of – I mean, I feel like I'm in a you know, comfortable weight um, a lot better off than I was at the beginning of the year. And um, But I don't want to – start going in the reverse direction and I it's been difficult between the go a lot work and all the food that Aaron's been talking about because is <laughs> there I have never seen so much food at work I mean you think Thanksgiving parties something a go live at work between all the candy potato chips and cookies that's there endless amounts Literally, a twelve a a twelve hour day is just brutal. Yeah. Mike's three feet further away than I am. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got one more table between him and the food than I do, and that's about it. He's, and but he, for him to leave the room, he has to walk by it. There's three rooms, and all three rooms have different assortment of candies <laughs> and cookies and breakfast foods. It's yeah. it's just incredible. And, and tough. So, well, and, and um, I still have, you know, half a dozen coworkers who literally always have a bowl of chocolate at their desk. I can tell you exactly who they are. It's Robbie. <laughs> it's Michelle. Yeah. It's <laughs> and, and they just, have a bowl of chocolate sitting at the. Just to put this in perspective, they're not complaining. They're uh, marveling at the generosity of spirit that yes, is embodied yes, right. by the corporation for which we work. Right now, I, and, uh, and I actually had some input in the snacks, but the it's kind of limited what you can get that'll last. Um, but there were a few things that we did eliminate from the snacks. We don't have, at least in our room, we don't have a box of cookies anymore. There was a box or two of cookies the first one, first round that was not good. But you know, for me, uh, Cheryl is my wife is is super great about. Um, she lo- she loves to cook. She she doesn't have a, a a job out of the home. She has a job in the home, and so she doesn't. She's got the time to cook. She normally chooses to cook healthier meals. And so for us, it's whenever I give in or she gives in and we say, let's go out and eat. That's our, that's our, that's our breakdown because it is harder to make better choices when you go out, especially when you're going. Her favorite and one of my favorite is Mexican. It's hard to eat, hard, hard to eat the things that I like at a Mexican food restaurant and eat healthy. Let's put it that way. Um, but in general, she's very, very supportive of me. Uh, and uh, my son you know he has his own struggles but one thing we are blessed with is he will eat anything pretty much uh it may take him an hour because he'll want to <laughs> you know sing five songs and dance around the room and build some legos in the middle of it but he will eat anything um so yeah tonight he had grilled chicken uh collard greens peas and uh, something else and he ate every bit of it and uh, loved it so yeah see my middle child considers jello a vegetable so um <laughs> Yeah, I don't have that issue. <laughs> All right. Well, Elizabeth, what else do you have on your list? Um, actually, that was that was pretty much it. I thought it'd take a little bit longer than it did. So, uh, <laughs> that was good. Do I didn't you want to catch have you any off. questions? Was, <laughs> well, what do you? What have you done? And we we touched on what have you done to? What have you done? Uh, if anything, to foster. Um, to foster more support from your family and friends, have you have you clearly succinctly told them, "Hey, this is what I'm really trying to do. I need your support," like in a heartfelt way. You express that to them, or have you um, 
Have you just let them know, hey, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z anymore? Um, you know, have you done any, or have you done anything like that? Um, or is it, is it uh, more along the lines just kind of on your own? Now, Mike, I was making the comment that I guess nobody heard because. I thought it was funny. Nobody laughed. Was uh, you know, Mike? At least your son isn't you know like well. One week he eats Outback Steakhouse, the next week he eats Olive Garden, you know that kind of thing. At least it's a fairly economical fast food weekend week out. But you're kind of over the barrel in that sense. So I don't I don't know if you tried to to um, encourage him to eat more along the lines of what you're eating, and it just hasn't worked. Uh, it sounds, but uh, uh, if has anybody had any success with that? I guess is my question. Aaron, this I, I didn't get everything you said, but I, for me, it's been I've pretty much been going at it alone at home. So I just I guess we've I've gotten accustomed to me having a definite meal schedule, meal plan of what I was going to eat, and I didn't really I basically had to make the decision that I'm not going to eat what he's going to eat, and I'm just going to have to have two sets of meals in the house because he wasn't right. going to eat sweet potatoes and green beans and chicken. So, because yeah, well, that's it. If you're at that point, you just like Elizabeth was saying, you just have to have the faith and the belief that this is what I need to do for me to be healthy. And you make the choice and you plow ahead. Uh, Mark, Don, Elizabeth, what about you guys? Well, you know, yeah, it's, since that. since I'm the guy that is the problem, um, I'm the one that's got to change. Uh, you know, it, it's I'm just being honest there. It uh, I, I don't have an issue of support. I have an issue of consistency. And, uh, you know, f for the large part, my family, you know, uh, does what what I do. You know, because if, if I you know, say we're only going to have healthy foods. I, I don't have a problem telling my kid, you eat what my mom, what your mom cooked or you don't eat, you know, uh, and they're younger, Mike, so I can, I can still bully them a little bit. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you're asking all the right questions, but I, if I'm being honest, I have to point all the fingers at me. I'm like, always. I think for me, um, I've had such great success and I had a huge amount of success in a very, very short time. And um, my excitement over that, you know, I had people, what are you doing? You look amazing. How, you know, what what's going on? And my enthusiasm for how wonderful I felt and that belief in the way I was eating, that really carried over and it was clearly working for me. And and even though um, paleo is a little bit different than what most people are used to um, can, in terms of diet, so many people supported me simply because, well, clearly it's working. But uh -huh. I'm also on the other side, too, where I'm sometimes um, my family's own worst enemy because I am chief cook and bottle washer here in the house. And I do get tired and I've had, oh my gosh, I can't even consider, you know, I didn't have time to pull anything out of the freezer. I don't have anything to cook. Um, and I call my husband and, hey, babe, why don't you just go ahead and pick up a pizza? And I don't eat it. I find something else. But, um, you know, I kind of 
lead my kids down that path of, well, here, you know, this is quick and easy and it tastes good. And, um, and it's a detriment because then I have to fight even harder to get them to eat better the next time when they say, well, why can't we just have the pizza? So I kind of straddle yeah. both sides of the fence. Yeah. Right. It's, it's hard sometimes when you say we're going to do great starting tomorrow, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. Everything's tomorrow or Monday. Yeah. One meal at a time, people. One meal at a time. Don, any comments? Um, you know, I've I've kind of tried the same, and um, like I said earlier, we go back and forth. So sometimes it it you know, splash and flash, and um, sometimes not. So it just kind of depends. Things are always in flux around here with the baby. So, um, and it's easy to blame the baby and not myself. Mm-hmm. And I definitely concede that fact. Um, so again, one other variable to say things are always in flux. Sometimes it's the baby, sometimes it's me, and there's always some thing going on It's easy to point at and say, well, there's why we can or we can or whatever. So, um, you know, it's just like Elizabeth said earlier, you've got to have the why. If you've got the why that's strong enough, then it's going to take care of everything else. That's a good point. Well, you know, I really think this is a, um, a good topic i think it's something we we as people who are striving to be healthier need to talk about uh with our fam, family and friends periodically talk about amongst ourselves in your support group like the one million workout podcast i hope it's a support group for some um and i would really like to continue talking about it but i don't want to belabor issues we've had uh we've got right now that sounds like it's working good i'm hearing don good hopefully you guys are hearing me good so i'm going to just say all right and seen and uh, ask Elizabeth to jump in with her healthy recipe tip slash cooking tip, courtesy of K Mom Chronicles. Well, Mark, do a do a big market lead in for me of that, would you? Can you make off the cuff? I know you do better when you read it, but yeah. Um, here's Elizabeth. No, I, I want the voice. I want the golden pipes, as as John always says. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from Cave Mom Central, Miss Elizabeth Connect with the cooking tip of the week. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, this week, instead of a cooking tip, I actually have a pretty tasty little recipe for you guys. Right. Um, this one is a chocolate pudding. It is not necessarily paleo, but it is. This is my one true love. My husband has had to step aside. And I'm not a huge chocolate <laughs> fan, but um, this one did it for me because it is ridiculously smooth and rich. And it's, I don't use this word often because it's weird, but unctuous. This is unctuous. It's delicious. Um, the chocolate pudding is made with, ready for it, avocados. It is two ripe room temperature avocados. I know it's weird. Stick with me. Two ripe room temperature avocados, the really good soft squishy ones, um, and a half cup of cocoa powder and a half cup of honey and two tablespoons of your preferred oil. I use coconut oil to stay paleo, but you could use like a really mild flavored olive oil or grapeseed oil. And then a teaspoon of vanilla extract and a half teaspoon of salt. And you throw all of that, um, you peel and seed your avocados, but you throw it all into your food processor and give that baby a whir and you stop for the family. And they get it until it no longer looks green and it's all rich and chocolatey. And then you lick the spoon and you just fall down on the floor because it's amazing. Um, it is, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but it is the most delicious chocolate pudding you will ever have. It's not only is 
it really rich and chocolatey and amazing. I keep saying that because it is. It satisfies for um, those women out there, the hormone-driven chocolate monster ones, but it's also got those really healthy omega-3 fats that keep the female hormones in check. Um, it boosts serotonin, which is that feel-good hormone. So it boosts oh, the yeah. serotonin levels in men and, and women and can help boost the libido in both men and women. Um, not to mention avocados being beneficial in so many other ways. So um, I have fed this to several people, paleo and many people not paleo, and I never tell them what's in it. I never let them see me make it, but it is incredible. Nobody knows. Well, I have no to the libido comment. Like, I went ahead and just saw Alton Brown frost a cake with avocado. So you, who knew? Yeah, the uh, that I mean I, I'm a huge fan of avocados now, and and without the spices that you put in them to make guacamole, it's it doesn't have a super strong flavor, and I could see how that texture would really translate yeah. into it's, pudding. So that's awesome. It's very mild, and it's almost fruity and you do want to use it right away um, if you let it sit for more than about 12 hours you can put it in the fridge but if you let it sit for about more than 12 hours it almost takes on a faintly banana taste because the sugars in the avocado um, interact with the honey and the cocoa powder so you want uh -huh. if you don't mind a little bit of a banana chocolate pudding but um, oh man it's oh it's delicious now man, I, want I love chocolate and banana together that sounds awesome it's it's uh we um Cheryl made the other day a recipe she found somewhere that was paleo and I meant to bounce it off you Elizabeth you may have already, she might have got it from her website I can't remember now we've got a couple of ones we're we're getting ideas off of and it was paleo pancakes and it was eggs and bananas uh, whipped up together and then you can cook them just like pancakes and it almost is in between a crepe and a pancake you make them very thin and small and, then and man they were good they were like super rich not rich is not the word uh what's the word I'm looking for uh savory super savory pancakes with almost a hint of crepe because of the egg and uh it, it was they were wonderful so that's a bonus tip from one meal and workout not quite like the level of cave mom chronicle tips but it's a tip nonetheless so you you pour lots and lots of uh maple syrup on top of your paleo pancakes right no oh, okay actually you put butter on though you can put butter real butter Maybe a little honey. Put, Honey's okay. You can put honey. Yeah, that's what we did. We put honey and butter you can on them. Syrup that is allowed. Not a lot. You can put a little bit on there and give it a little sweetness. That's yeah. okay. There's no such thing as a little maple syrup. I don't understand. What what, okay. what are these words that it's your? Those words don't go together. It's like tall midget. Like I always say, extra bacon. <laughs> right. The pancake needs to soak up syrup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're pancake, talking about like making a little drizzle pattern on top. No, that's not syrup. A pancake is a syrup delivery device. That's what it's for. The, the only way to make a pancake better is to make it into a waffle because a waffle is just a pancake <laughs> with the syrup trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, a pancake with, with, with uh, syrup divots. Well, Mark, I thought, I thought of us tonight. I thought about the Element Open Network when I was watching. There, there, apparently, there was an X Factor contestant that at one time weighed 920 pounds. Wow. He's lost 400 pounds uh, wow. eating healthier and, and doing well. And there's no until. You talk about a typical day. I'll eat for breakfast. I'll have you know an egg, piece of toast, some fruit, bacon. I love me some bacon. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina, and, uh, it was awesome. So anyway, 
Uh, Elizabeth, thanks for being here. Mike, thanks for being here for the, for the listeners. Sorry about the technical difficulties. That's just part of being on the internet. And uh, as always, we strive to bring you the highest quality podcast we can for free. And um, and I think we do so. And uh, next week it'll be better. You know why? Because it just will. I'm going to force it through force of will to make the internet function better next week. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to. So, uh, Elizabeth, thanks. Mike, thanks. Don, thanks. Mark, thanks. Chat room, thanks. And uh, remember, guys, out there, before you start any kind of diet or exercise program, before you start eating fruits as vegetables and vegetables as fruits and making chocolate out of bananas, uh, it's recommended that you consult your health care provider.